So we stand in front of Dollar Tree and basically do Such as this, this thing here. All right, I'm excited to have a guest. All right, we are live for a midweek edition of the People's Talk Show. Excited to be back and uh, looking forward to connecting and finding out what's on your radar. Uh, lots of things worth touching on, but as well, want to make sure, give everybody a chance to uh, let their voice be heard. So feel free to let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And then when the phone lines open up, we'd love to hear from you directly. 313-462-0027 is the number to call and let your voice be heard. All right, so it's been a couple of days since I've logged in, uh, schedule-wise, conflict of scheduling, things of that nature, but I do the best I can to make sure I check in as best and as often as I can, but uh, but the world still moves on. And here we are now, midweek, and uh, a lot a lot of alarming stories uh, circulating. One in particular has to do with uh, the Russian uh, intercontinental missile that was tested, and it looks like uh, the Russian army and things of that nature talking pretty big over there and unfortunately never want to hear things like that but we're at that point where uh the west versus east narrative is continuing to ramp up while the imf is panicking over uh more people dumping their fiat currencies trying to preserve and protect themselves so they're panicking as well so we're going to touch on a lot of things but before i do that let me check in via chat won't be long today just wanted to check in and uh, hear from you guys and see what's going on and uh, as always, love to uh, connect with new people. So if we have any new viewers out there, let me know where you're watching from. And I uh, would definitely love to acknowledge your presence. And thank you for being a part of the fold. All right. So we got uh, Joel checking in from Texas. Appreciate you. We got Jay from AZ. We got uh, Rolf. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, we got Tom checking in as well. Uh, Stefan, uh, Joanne, appreciate you. And we know 828, Carl checking in. All right. P- appreciate you guys as always. And uh, for those that might be new, want to make sure I encourage you to uh, make sure you click that uh, notification bell. Hopefully you're notified as well as subscribe if you're new to the channel. We'll definitely love to have you come back and hang out with us. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just scramble through a couple headlines of some things that caught my attention. <laughs> yeah, Tom, uh, Satan, too. Yeah. Referring to the name of that intercontinental uh, missile system that they built over there. Quite, quite alarming, I must admit. Uh, says the Russian ICMB uh, that they tested today covered 36,000 miles in 15 minutes. Yeah, that uh, that is quick. That is very quick and very concerning. And uh, yeah, man, it's just, you know, things you never really want to talk about, but it's real life and there's people out there willing to uh, push some buttons, you know, no pun intended with that one, but uh, it's just not, nothing good comes from that type of stuff. But anyway, we're going to make it work. We'll do, do the best we can. And uh, definitely want to hear from everybody. So I'm, I'm going to rant last, go through some headlines, share my two cents and uh, open up the phone lines and get your guys take on whatever else you guys want to touch on as well, because it is the people's talk show and there's no talk show unless you have people to talk to. So, all right, let me jump right in. Let me share some headlines real quick. No visual aids today, schedule wise, you know, just uh, not able to get to things I want to. But um, several articles coming out beginning of this week in particular about uh, the IMF. And of course, the IMF is a Western, uh, you know, however you want to put it, you know, they're the, the, the puppeteers slash the overseers of the financial monetary system, along with the BIS and all the other entities created uh, to establish this current Bretton Woods petrodollar system that's eroding 
And so the more headlines coming out talking about uh, their viewpoints on things and how ultimately speaking, what a, what's presented as one of their biggest threats happens to be in the descent, these digital asset space. And of course, with this past was it February, if I'm not mistaken, or February, March, either one, whenever Biden came out with that uh, little executive order talking about developing a CDC or C- central bank digital currency, it had no real regulatory clarity overall on how the government would treat the uh, digital asset space. But one thing I'm witnessing with the ramping up of the legacy financial system being included in uh, the regulatory process is becoming quite evident uh, who the regulatory bodies favor. And it happens to be the two big to fill banks. And of course, I got lots of thoughts on that, but I'm, a, I'm not going to rant too deep on that. But uh, lay, a system labeled as new, but being infiltrated or ran by the old player. So does that surprise anybody? I'm, I'm sure it doesn't. Anyway, headlines here. IMF, World Bank chiefs warn of a debt squeeze in poor nations. And so just that in of itself, it, 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 you know, for those that are awake and aware and realize the, uh, the t- entire process that the monetary system has been under for the last hundred plus years is that uh, debt rules the world. Whoever issues the debt ultimately oversees and controls nations, governments, politicians, you name it. And they've indebted and enslaved, monetarily speaking, uh, emerging markets. And so the emerging market currencies primarily second, third world countries, predominantly in, in the African continent, they're struggling severely as the Western nations, ideally the G7, G20 nations, ram, uh, ramp up the borrowing cost. It's placing more of a squeeze on those nations that borrowed in the stronger currencies. And it's causing some it's causing the citizens in particular to flee from those local currencies. But this is just one of many stories, but just I'm going to share with you a moment in a minute, like a little white paper put together by IMF, and they point the blame towards the Ukrainian conflict. But we know well before then things were not looking too good. But ultimately, with the poorest countries being squeezed, debt speaking, the cover up is the war and this past health experimentation stuff It's causing life to become very uncomfortable as far as the sustainability or unsustainability of food and energy and things of that nature. And it's going to lead to a debt default wave of central banks i.e we're seeing what's happening in sri lanka and lebanon and all those other countries where their currencies are not worth anything whatsoever other than a p other than to the people within those countries there but yet the banks their banks take on their liabilities i.e their government debt and that's becoming very problematic as the banks will face a lot of pressure to basically make payments on those international bonds, as well as those domestic bonds that they're holding on as liability or, or assets rather, but actually their liabilities, but the debt squeeze, major debt defaults are underway right now. And the majority of it, we know nothing about at, at the same time, we got borrowing costs in the West skyrocketing. Of course, we're seeing mortgage rates, the bond yields, you name it, all that stuff. And, and what, what, what really gets me is how, Outside of the, the 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 investors, those that are sophisticated in knowing how to manipulate and control and profit off of all those liabilities there, it's like watching a sinking ship ultimately. It's like as if the bond market will eventually be something worthwhile in the end when the currencies are completely destroyed. They're being used now as weapons, but there's no there's no future in any debt obligations in when denominated in a fiat currency. And of course, 
when it comes to here in the U.S., the our treasuries and bonds of that nature are all fiat currency, or we use fiat currency derivatives of those instruments. So it's not much life in the long run in those things. But yeah, I'll leave it to whoever wants to participate in those things. But here's another one. IMF IMS official says split into a competing system would be a disaster for the global economy. So more IMF concerns about uh, the rift between the East and the West. Ideally, this is all about Russia deciding to uh, go about things their own way and uh, no longer utilize the primary international reserve, which happens to be the dollars as their primary source of, uh, uh, of interaction. And so this is causing a problem because they are basically hinting at the collaboration, collaboration between Russia and China and how it's picking up. And it could be a concern. Uh, but then again, it's inevitable. So competing systems will be a disaster. Uh, yeah, I would imagine so for those that are dependent upon the Western dollar denominator, Federal Reserve denominated uh, debt instrument. So but uh, just more concerns there. And here's another one. And this was what I think we're going to see before before. My guess would be before the end of summer, we're going to see more regulatory clarity, like true, meaningful clarity for the financial institutions in particular, not necessarily beneficial for us as individuals. But IMF warns of rising cryptocurrency risk in emerging markets. So they try to paint the risk as being something that they're concerned about for the, the individual users of those currencies. But when you look into what's really going on, I'm going to point it in a minute in the, their little paper there. They're concerned with uh, capital flight. You have millions, if probably not a billion or two, in those distressed emerging markets who have very little already. But what they do have, they're deciding to get out of the free falling currencies uh, as fiat basically is tanking right now. And they're getting into the digital asset space. And it's becoming a safe haven for those who are able to get in when, when at this current moment. Out of anticipation of those things going, you know, as they say, in a crypto space to the moon or basically just the absorption of purchasing power into something that's outside of their control. So they're saying it's it's a risk. Right. It's a risk for them losing control. That's what all about. That's what it's all about. Keep it moving. A couple more here. And uh, I couldn't help but just notice this was out not long ago, but. Globally speaking, everyone knows that Ukraine is the primary escape goat for why the monetary system is crumbling on top of the pandemic relief and all that other stuff. But the fact that you have the IMF and other nations supporting or, or, or pretending to support Ukraine at the same time, the U.S. is sending another, I think, another 800 million, if I'm not mistaken, worth of military aid to Ukraine as if it's actually going to serve any purpose whatsoever ever other than just funneling money, they're literally funneling currency into the pockets of the people who are responsible for all this stuff that's happened with Ukraine as a puppet nation. But anyway, here's just an interesting headline. Ukraine needs 5 billion monthly to keep its economy afloat. Why is it the world's responsibility to, why is it for the, why is it for the U S taxpayers in particular to be on the hook for keeping the Ukrainian economy afloat? And if you also look into how a lot of the the war munitions that's being given to them, it's it's been given under that act that I talked about, uh, the the lend the lend lease act that was passed, which is basically saying we'll lend you uh, all this aid, but it's like who, why would, how would Ukraine be able to repay anybody whatsoever in their economy? other than it being naturally rich with all the resources they have there, 
that's all that's all been hijacked and belonged to somebody else as well. So ultimately, it's just the last way of funneling as much currency as they can to get as much out of this system while they still can, because this thing here is literally running on borrowed time. And as I always mentioned before, it's becoming more and more evident how this person right here will be the last administration under this Federal Reserve note system, the way that it's been uh, positioned for the last 100 plus years while they're trying to usher us into something completely uh, remodeled, not new, but remodeled with their digital versions of a currency. But anyway, keep it going. A couple more here. Then I'll start ranting, open up the phone lines and get to some calls. We'll definitely love to hear what else is going on here. But uh, there's no way we cannot uh, you know, pay attention to what's happening in Russia because we're being told one thing while in actuality, everything is the complete opposite, in my opinion. It says Russia faces potential default scenario after using rubles to make the payments on dollar bonds industry group rules. So at this current moment, doing a self-described as well as self-pronounced reset, I don't think Russia is concerned with any type of a default in a fiat system based on credit and debt. At the same time, they know the true essence of real wealth, and it happens to be in real world, real world resources, and in particular with their movements towards gold as a anchor. Keep in mind, it is uh, relabeled again as a tier one asset, which means it's the creme of the, the creme of monetary wealth preservation tools and they just they, they happen to have a lot of that and so i don't think they're concerned with the defaults but we know that on this side of the world they want to make sure we are mindful of the fact that their economy is doing so bad even though they have all the world real water resources they need to sustain themselves for quite some time i'd imagine but it's just more western propaganda i think it's interesting to pay attention to because we know what russia's holding on to or we know what they're choosing to operate in to establish trust in a system and it happens to be real weight in the form of gold. And you know, it's little brother or little sister, whatever you want to call it, silver and copper and everything else in between. So anyway, keep it moving. Uh, and so just to, just to, to add on more to that discussion there, Russia tests a nuclear capable ICBM as Putin warns enemies, it's food for thought. And so if this picture here is really that, missile that they're referring to here the new heavy sarmat intercontinental ballistic missile uh this right here is it looks pretty serious and you know i i was reading through this and they're able to disperse one of those things in rapid time and i appreciate uh, i think it was someone mentioned about the actual thirty-six thousand miles in 15 minutes that's yeah that's that's a nice long distance but one of the things here is that they said they can equip it without needing to put actual nuclear warhead on it and it says uh, it, uh, they can target uh, uh, strategic targets around the globe with kinetic impact energy and without the use of a nuclear warhead. So just and I'll just I'm not a, in a, in, I'm not well versed in the scientific realm, but I had to look up that kinetic impact energy and force times mass times weight equals a hell of an explosion of, of, a, of a, like a shock wave of literally just energy just being dispersed at one time would definitely wreak havoc and at the same not necessarily as as, as severe as the nuclear because that right there is you know it's well beyond anything that we ever would want to experience in our lifetime but just the sure wave force of energy that will be dispersed if that when that thing hits if it hits it's taking out a lot of stuff 
And so I know I've got some people out there that are probably more proficient in describing what that would look like. So uh, that's just more concern in and of itself. And okay, keep it moving. A couple more here, and I'll stop ranting. Uh, I, I put I, I, okay. You cannot not talk about this. So just this visual aid here. I uh, got grabbed this off Twitter, but this is what Netflix has looked like today. Dropping, I heard a latest figure. I'm not sure if it recovered some or what, but it was down approximately seventy percent. And I'm thinking, like, what if this graph right here? If you were to just, if I happen to have, you know, erased all this stuff to the top left and put Dow Jones or S&P 500 or the Wilshire 5000 or something like that at the very top. And this thing mimicked the type of correction. And so I would say this is well beyond a correction. This was what people would call a crash. And so if Netflix, which happens to be one of the FANG stocks, you got Facebook, Apple, uh, Netflix, Google, and uh, I think that's it. So they're the five, one of the five primary leading drivers towards the illusion that the economy is based upon the stock market. If this boy corrects 5%, or I'm sorry, 70%, what type of shock wave would that send throughout the monetary system when uh, the overall market happens to correct of something like that? That'd be real severe and it'd be a massive transfer of wealth out of the people who were dependent upon these things continuing to go up as if, you know, they can never come down. So just something we're keeping in mind. Will the Fed allow it to happen? Uh, My bet is that they probably will (laughs) just because uh, at some point they're going to be ready to roll out or re reintroduce a a new rebranded system altogether. And so they'll let all this other stuff decay. Anyway, keep it moving. Uh, On another note, here is something that's important as well. Uh, just paying attention more so to oil flows. And with the recent strategic petroleum reserves being unleashed for the next, I think, 60 days, and me seeing more reports, I actually posted on Twitter and Telegram, some charts showing or the, the outflow of American or U.S. reserves that's being exported out of this country. And in a time where gas prices here are relatively high, And to me, it's the outright depletion of American reserves heading into the summer and fall. And I don't have any confidence whatsoever that it will be replenished, given the fact that the goal is to go net carbon zero towards 2030. So this will easily be an excuse to why it's time to move on to some other form of energy other than, you know, petroleum. At the same time, prices through the through the roof, barrel oils will be probably God knows how high. But just this is just some stuff here that's historical in nature and in a not so good sense. But it says U.S. exported a record amount of crude and refined oil products last week, surging about 10 million barrels per day for the only the second time ever. The U.S. is acting as a U.S. is acting as a as the barrel of last resort to a global energy market for oil. So ultimately speaking. Uh, this is historical in a not so good way of the outflow of energy from our country into the hands of Europeans to help prop them up while they play a part of the Western's agenda to not use Russian energy to try to stick it to Russia when they are actually sticking it to themselves. German PPI, man, 30% crazy numbers out here. Nothing, nothing good comes from that. Okay. Uh, let's keep it moving. 
And so here is that uh, IMF little report I want to talk about just for a minute. So this is as of this month here, shockwaves from the war in Ukraine test of financial system resilience. So if you remove just their their cover up, you know, they're using this right here as their cover up. If you remove that and you just say shockwaves from a failing monetary system or shockwaves from just too much debt in the system, test the financial system's resilience. That right there will probably play a lot better, wouldn't you say? And of course, the cover up, you know, they need something to point the blame to. But if you read through this, it, it gives it gives uh, articles and graphs. And this plays into uh, what my last little rant will be. And this plays into the financial stability in reference to the fintech sector and what they are focusing on here. They're talking about decentralized finance and overall digital asset space of so the cat this chapter explores three key types of fintech to illustrate these risks digital banking so they're saying basically the the be your own bank concept has just dis- is disrupting the legacy banking system that's of concern and it says here long established fintech firms in the u.s mortgage market so there's more talk now coming out about having bitcoin backed mortgages and that right there is a threat as well, because people are not necessarily borrowing, going into debt. Rather, they're p- pledging collateral in the form of their digital assets in order to take out mortgages, takes away the banksters cut. That's a problem. So and the last one here, as I mentioned, DeFi. So those three areas there are what they're focusing on. And as a result of that, what they're trying to basically say is that we need to now regulate this. The risks are becoming too great. We want to protect the consumers. We want to protect, you know, the mom and pops. We want to make sure that there's better clarity as to how that, you know, people can function in this space. I'm thinking like, oh, oh, really? Now it's time to do that? No. They were buying time, stalling, allowing this adoption, this push for adoption to take place while the two big to fail banks work their way in or more likely reveal or revealing themselves as being key players in this, this digital asset space. And so with Banks now or soon to be able to hold and custody hold as well as transact on behalf of depositors in this digital asset stuff, stable coins in particular, but all the other assets eventually follow suit. You have more information now about how Jamie Dimon and JP Morgan are pretty much the front financiers for Ethereum. Ethereum staking or Ethereum 2.0 is set to launch later this year. That's going to be an ultimate game changer for the banking sector because they all have forked a piece of Ethereum in order to create their own privately closed Ethereum-based tokens for interaction between banks. And on top of the XRP stuff that everybody loves talking about, you know, they are they're ready to roll. And so well, now that they're ready to roll, here comes the regulatory clarity. So what I wanted to touch on, uh, actually meant I wanted to do a, a little separate video, but uh, I wanted to talk about how the in the next, uh, I would say, just thought time frame there. Let's say two three months. Next two three months, there's going to be more of a cry from the financial regulators, i.e., Finra or Fincen, Finsa. Uh, if I'm not, I'm saying it, I'm sure I'm saying it incorrectly, but another regulatory body set up globally to coordinate uh, how uh, every country must come into agreement on how they're going to treat and conduct themselves when it comes to cryptocurrency disguised as a way of protecting the average person. But in actuality, it's all about bettering themselves. And so let me actually grab this article real quick if I can. 
Uh, let me see here. Uh, maybe I can't. Did I have it? Did I, I did not save it. Okay. But I did have an article. Uh, I did have an article talking about uh, just, you know, the three C's uh, compliance. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but the three C's the IMF is going to use as a framework to have nations globally come together. And so it'll probably originate within the G7 because those are that's where the most currency is at and most debt is at at this current moment. And it's all disguised that basically making it harder for your average investor to enter and to exit within that system there. So we'll find out what that system is made of, of course, whether it's resilient or not, or whether they'll win at this system as well. Okay. What else I got here? Let me see if there's anything else. Uh, yeah. So here, here's something uh, that someone, I think somebody in the discord brought this to my attention, but there is a job opening in Canada and I'll read the description. So if anybody's qualified and want to, you know, apply for this, feel free to do so. But you know, the world economics forum agenda is still progressing under the table. And so uh, it says Jason Kenney is hiring a digital ID manager. So give you an idea of the job description here. It says your priority is to build and manage platform services. Let me see platform services like digital identity, digital payment, notification and engagement, user experience, data collection and content and document management. It says you'll succeed uh, by establishing and scaling teams that are interactive, user centered, data driven and focused on digital delivery with cloud era ways of working. The job pays from 125 to 164. And so if anybody is interested in joining the World Economic Forum's push to enslave humanity by being a digital ID manager, um, you can contact somebody in Canada and they'll point you in the right direction. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's just what's happening. But anyway, I, can, I got a couple more articles, but I'll, I'll spare you guys that. But uh, another thing I wanted to touch on is, you know, the fiat currency freefall. And so the Japanese yen, of course, is tanking. And it's to be expected. And then some people may say the Dixie, you know, everything's doing well. The doc, the dollar, you know, the, referring to the basket, the dollar basket is doing well. But, you know, that, that's a short term viewpoint. And, you know, rather than a long term of at some point, the U.S. will not be able to continue to do what they're doing as far as force force feeding the world Federal Reserve notes and debt obligations and being able to actually receive real world items, that exchange will come to an end at some point. And as a result of that, uh, you don't want to be the last person holding the bag, but holding the bag in the short term will definitely do you wonders because as I always say, there will be a fire sale pretty soon. And that's why I think uh, a lot of the billionaires are already positioned heavily in cash to take advantage of it. And then all hell will break loose at that point because uh, it's going to be a mad dash out of those debt instruments. So, I, it's just interesting that uh, as I watch the exchange ratios for fiat to fiat, everything is pegged to or measured against the Federal Reserve note because it is a world reserve currency. But then again, for people in the monetary sphere that know the end of these notes here, the peg or the unit of stability happens to be measuring it, the exchange against gold it serves you best. And then some. In the short term, people can use Bitcoin, too, because it has done a lot better than most of the fiat currencies. But yet, once again, it's just a sponge that absorbs all that stuff. But I can rant on and on and on, but I'm not. Uh, OK, so let me just uh, open the phone lines, man. Uh, let, let's talk. Uh, let me see here. Let me get this set up here. So I'm just trying some things on back in here. Scheduling is kind of everywhere now. So 
I saw a question out there about when am I coming on? I'm going to always try to do 4 p.m. But once again, heading to spring and summer schedule changes. So I'll do the best I can and uh, try to make sure I connect daily. And that's why, you know, it's 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 fun when I can do it because I can just focus on trying to put everything together, short and concise, spit it out there, let everybody chew on it a little bit. But yet ultimately, you know, at this point in the, in the game, everybody, you know, from what I gather, the people I follow, we're regurgitating the same information. We know the this instrument here is toast. Now it's a matter of how fast or how slow. Because as I've always said, <laughs> there's no financial future in a Federal Reserve note. That is not going to change. And so uh, it's just interesting to see how I, I'm, I'm more interested really in getting into some other subjects that really have me interested. And that happens to do with the the monetization of your DNA. And so uh, I've been doing a lot of deep diving and trying to understand this uh, from the spiritual essence of things, the push uh, by the big pharma, big banks and governments as they look to further concentrate power into the World Health Organization's hands and how rule of law will be null and void. You know, individual nations, constitutions will be uh, basically turned over to a single body at some point soon. And it's all about basically taking <laughs> what our, our, our so-called sovereignty, you know, through the social security aspect and this rolling that property, right. That they have, they think they have over humanity right into the DNA level. And, uh, got a lot more stuff I can talk about with that, but I'll get to it later. Hello, call. Where we call hey, from? Mike is low blood pressure. Corpus Christi. How's it going? LBP doing good, man. Give me a quick thought. What's in your mind? Man, I just maxed out another credit card. Mike, seven kilos. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, do what you do, man. <laughs> hey, yeah. look, look, everybody, everybody's waiting for silver to skyrocket. Um, I don't think it's gonna skyrocket because it's denominated in dollars. The only time it's gonna skyrocket is when the dollar's done. Mm. I don't think it's ever gonna move from there. Yeah, I, I can, I, I would definitely say at some point, you know, like pricing things in fiat terms will shift. Not just a matter of how long, not how long before that happens. Because as of right now, everybody, 99.99% of people only know pricing something in dollar terms. So they don't know about pricing and weight or some other form of a measurement. So it's, that's, that's going to be a long time in my opinion, but definitely possible. Also, also they're going to yield, what is it? Yield. They're going to control the interest rate, you know? Uh, you, yeah, they call it- curve control. They're going to try, but you know, once again, man, it's all an experiment. So, you know, they don't know much more than we do. I don't think other than their end goal of trying to reset the system in its entirety and usher out digital identifications and CBDCs and everything else. So that's, that's one thing I know they're sure of, but how they get to that point, I don't think they got that worked out. I, w- I wouldn't give them that much credit to be honest with you. I, I hope so. They say market forces are stronger, but yeah. I don't know. They've been controlling it pretty good so far. Yeah, the system is rigged thoroughly. You know, they own and have their hands in everybody influential's pockets. So it's not hard to you know sway people with a little bit of fiat these days or promising them the world or something like that. So, yeah, a lot of people are in lock and step with it. But, yeah, they're, they're man. They're, they're, they're definitely uh, they're not guys. So they're capable of making mistakes along the way. <laughs> We'll see. How's the weather in Detroit right now? 
Uh, yesterday, extremely cold, snow the day before, but today the sun is shining. It's not as cold, but it's got a little chill out there. But I, I heard 80s coming pretty soon. I heard it's in our next couple of days or so. It's in our future. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, get down here. It's 84. Everybody's in the pool having a good time. <laughs> hey, man, I'm jealous, man. One day, man. <laughs> but hey, appreciate you calling, man. All right, Mike. All right. Be Have good. a good one. Thank yeah. you for taking my call. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Everybody in the pool. Oh, man, that sounds fun. All right. Let's keep it moving. Soul Brother says, seek the Lord early while he may be found. A hundred percent. All right. Let's keep it going. What else we got here? Feel free to throw out some thoughts. Uh, Dr. Moda says, BTC about to moon. Okay. Um, and so let me ask you guys a question. Um, as far as a measuring stick. What do you guys prefer to measure real world value in or real world resources in? Do you use ounces? Do you use kilos? Do you use acres as far as referring to land? Do you refer, do some prefer stats or satoshis in the Bitcoin space or certain a certain basket of you know certain you know tonnage of say wheat or or, or what like and so to lb lbp's point of how we view prices that's going to change in my opinion this decade and i think for the financial sector it has a lot to do with the whole basel three and them making gold or reestablishing gold again as a tier one asset by that becoming the banker's measurement of true capital gold itself that's the big scramble by all the banks to get rid of the paper stuff and get physical and so at some point once they're done with that i think either the system will crumble on its own or they're trying to get as much gold for the banking sector and the central bank sovereign nations that they can in case something happens before their their intended date because mind you oh man let me just once again, man, yesterday, uh, came across this. Let me pull this up here. But their intended plan still has something to do with a cyber attack. And so just speaking of cyber attack, I think it was over this past weekend or something of that, na- of that nature. There was, I think, 30 nations or 30 something or another I read that got together. Uh, and they're, of course, they're pointing the blame already towards Russia. They're saying that they're bracing for impact for when Russia decides to cause this next cyber security event. So let me see. Let me 30, 30 nations or 30, 30 nations prepare. Let me see. Prepare for Russian cyber attack. Let me see if this is the case, because I did see the headlines. Let me see if I can find the article. Uh, no. Okay. Maybe not. Okay. So, but I did see an article yesterday that talked about, uh, preparation. So of course there's more preparation. Here's just something that popped up A fake cyber war held in Estonia could help nations prepare for real life threats. So you have people out here preparing for, so here it goes. It says from the tiny Baltic nation of Estonia, some 30 nations, 30 nations are per- participating rather in a mock cyber war exercise. While the uh, annual NATO-led exercise may be fiction, the threat emanating from Russia is very real. So just that in of itself lets us know that they are preparing for something. 
and of course, for those that are, you know, let's just have some truth here. You know, they're preparing for it because they're going to be the ones that either flip the switch or hit enter. And when they hit enter, meaning one of the five eyes, one of the global government cyber security systems or whoever, when they hit enter, that's when they all hell going to break loose in the system. And the primary use of that will be multifold, cover up the banking situation, depositors, funds, you know, error. It's going to say error on screen or zero or something like that, as well as, you know, power grids may, you know, poop light goes off or something like that. So it's going to be two. It's going to be a, a chain of events to really de- this is going to be the ultimate destabilizer to the global world order, because this is what they want. And there's been more than enough clues to let me know that all this preparation is just not done in vain. So they're literally preparing for the day that they say they click enter on a computer, but on the, on a, on a computer board. And that's when stuff goes a little bit problematic. And now it's a matter of like, are there, are they, do they have a set date that somebody will hit enter or will they let things unfold and see how this whole Russia, Ukraine, you know, destroying bio labs, disrupting the deep state's agenda because they're concerned with perhaps, you know, Putin might have gone rogue and decided to go against the WEF's agenda. And if he gets too, if he becomes too problematic, we'll put and hit enter and blame it on him. Or perhaps, you know, things are unravel before then. So you know, we'll find out. There's a lot of actors at play. There's so many different angles about this. While most people, for the most part, just focus on the financial side of things. It's like, you know, hey, you know, gas is going up or this is going up or whatever. Travel is more. Okay, that's that's that that pay. That's a very small inkling of a problem in comparison to, you know, the, the you know, the idea of somebody hitting enter on a button and the entire global monetary system really rebooting. They're going to reboot the system 100 percent. So this is how you this is how you pull off the ultimate heist uh, in all humanity, because it disrupts everybody's lives. 10 times worse than being locked down to slow the spread for 15 days. You know what I'm saying? I, 15 days com- is small in comparison to what somebody hitting enter on a keyboard would do if the power grid and mar- banking system and all other stuff goes down. So that's just stuff that uh, is a possibility, but I'll see. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve. Nine. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, people better be paying the the more than the financial, <laughs> look up, find themselves in the camp somewhere. Uh, uh, yeah, that stuff is that stuff is happening. Like right now, with what's those camps happening in China right now? People protesting, they starving. Yeah, those that's not fun. <laughs> yeah, people jump, people jumping out of windows and stuff over there. Yeah, I've seen the video footage, yeah. man. That's something else. Yeah. Man. yeah. A hey, quick thing. I, I sent you. A, I sent you one article mm-hmm. uh, on on a, a new article on the chip in the hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for, for payments, uh, if you can throw that in the queue. Yeah. Uh, but what I really what what I, what I really called for was the um, uh, this guy Harari yeah. with the uh, with the World Economic Forum. Right. This dude. This dude's off the chain. He's yeah. off the hook. Uh, we, we thought Klaus Schwab has mm-hmm. said some crazy things. Yeah, people better find out who this guy is. I don't know what his position is. Yeah, with them, but but I but I've heard his conversation and that video there. If you can post that too, yeah, um, uh, about Harari. 
but I'll, I'll just hit these bullet points and get off so you guys can talk about it. These yeah. are the bullet points that, that, that I've heard come out of this guy's mouth. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, they're going to upgrade humans to gods. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, don't don't need some pie in the sky god. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, what, what what do we do with with all the useless people? Right, billions um, of them. Is that billions they, of them? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And his his response to that was uh, uh, put them on drugs. And video games, i.e., metaverse or whatever. Uh, that, that's these are things coming out of his own mouth. And, mm-hmm. and watch the videos, so you can. Watch, this guy's cold blooded. Yeah, uh, yeah just he, just listen to the way it rolls off of his tongue. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, was, and, and we. Yeah, go ahead. I got. Go ahead. So, I got. No, I was, just, I was a lot of thoughts coming to mind. But go ahead. I let you finish off. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and then he says, uh, "We we can we can now hack human beings." So we're just a piece of software to him. Yeah. And, just the way that he says it, right? What, what like you it's, see it on the video, you see what I'm talking about. Yeah, he, he says it like you know, uh, it's 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 bit like it was like it's a no brainer. Like that was the that's the plan. Like you know, like it's common, it's common, it's common knowledge amongst the people who you know pay his salaries and who support. Him. He's a professor, and so he's a Jewish professor that is you know portraying his own people and everything in between. This guy's just cold blooded, say straight straight up satanic at the core essence of it. Like he, you know, he don't mind. Yeah. He don't got. There's no God to him. You know, he is God. You know, so that's how that his his way exactly. of thinking. So, yeah, very yeah, concerning. It was, it was, it, 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 two, 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 two or three more of these that he that he said. Um, we'll monitor and control humans from underneath their skin. Mm. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Let that marinate. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, hey, hey, man, Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Speaking of which, under oh, their man. skin, under their skin, I posted a video on Twitter about uh, you know, everybody talking about Elon Musk bid to you know buy Twitter, and I was saying Elon Musk is leading the way. way government funded as well with Neuralink, which is to actually have the chip implanted in your brain. So I put out there, you know, if Neuralink seeds and he buys Twitter, you can just have it automatically uploaded in real time. See, you don't need a phone no more. You can check your news feed just by winking your eye, and you have instant access to your brain. So that's where this guy's going with this. <laughs> it, it, exactly. And like I said, you know, once you see the video and you see this coming out of this guy's mouth and the way that he's saying it, yeah. you just thought that he was at Five Guys Burger just saying, uh, I'll, take a, I'll take a double with cheese, uh, extra, extra mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, that's the way that he comes off. Anyway, uh, these last two ones, uh, that will be organic and organic, which he's right about that one. He said they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. Uh, and, then the, and then the last one, he says, uh, free, will, free will is dangerous and should be eliminated. Yeah, that sounds like a straight-up playbook right there, my friend. Hey, Steve, man, I appreciate it as always, man. Thanks for bringing us, bringing us uh, some, some real talk. Yeah, that was real talk. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Enjoy it. Take care. Yeah, be good. Um, yeah, so that, that's you know, so once again, you know, this is not like you know, we're far left field conspiratorial, like you know, this is real talk from their mouth. And just look at who's funding them, like you know, who patents on this type of technology. It's not out there for fun. Like this is what I was talking about earlier for those who just jumped in, how a lot of people have been 
trying to brush up on is understanding human genetics and how ultimately speaking, you know, your, your chromosomes, your, your DNA strands, like they're trying to tokenize that. Like that's where this is heading. And I was listening to a video earlier. Um, I think it was, I'm not sure where it came from. I think it was in a discord, but uh, yeah, I think Steve shared it to me about uh, Dr. Lee Merritt talking about how uh, ancestry.com and 123.me and the PCR test, how all that was to gather human DNA so that they can do stuff with that and further their evil agenda of trying to basically tokenize and monetize the human cell structure. Like that's what this is going. And so this is, you know, take of it, take of it what you may, but uh, the enemies at work full fledged. But once again, uh, we knew this, we know this, we know how this all ends for those that are in faith. And, uh, you know, as I say, kingdom kids, you know, we're the kids of a king, an eternal king at that. So that's, that's the, that's the good news about all this. So, all right, people, uh, we'll be pushing up 44 minutes. Uh, as always, I appreciate everybody for uh, blessing me with your time. I appreciate you for hanging out with me. Uh, if you've enjoyed any, any of this, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. And uh, back at it tomorrow, same time, same place. 4 p.m. is going to be a set time, borrowing my schedule or whatnot. So I uh, definitely would uh, love to have you guys join me tomorrow. And uh, other than that, keeping it plugged in, keep it moving forward, stay prayed up, stay blessed up, take advantage. And so one thing that was, I don't want to say, one thing that was that I feel strong about, and I'm not going to say, you know, you know, God told me or nothing like that, but this is just, you know, spiritual sense. I'll just say it that way for whatever's worth. <sighs> Given the fact that we're witnessing the all of a sudden the health and all these people dialing things down you know no mask when you fly and you know all this you know you know all this they're they're dialing back the pressure for some reason and of course it has to do with getting us through to midterms but yet once again if you question this prior election process with the ballots and things like that there's been more than enough evidence showing that all that stuff was not legit in and of itself in its entirety. So what will make me think that any type of election process moving forward will be legit? So I, I expect a lot of fraudulent criminality coming up this summer and this fall. Point is, things might return to semi-normal, barring the consumer price of everyday goods moving forward because of the immediate need for people to secure themselves financially as well as in real world resources, there's going to be a rampant this summer, rampant pace to get as much real stuff out of the system. So more, there'll be more hoarding this spring and summer like never before and anticipation of a very cold, possibly, you know, powerless type of winter that could be in the cards if this plays out in their favor. So, you know, it's more important now than ever to really pray for spiritual discernment as well as to unite in prayer for divine intervention uh, for this country, as well as the, the body of Christ in its entirety, because the, 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 those that are of faith, we're the ones that have the power that can move mountains in this type of environment. And so I think, you know, if enough people came together in prayer and lift up the Lord and literally sought his face, this nation needs to repent. This world needs to repent, but I don't anticipate that happening because we got to get to the end of this, you know, revelation tells us clearly how this ends, but point in case is it's never been more important to really spiritually discern truth from a lie. And of course, not nothing to do with the headlines you see on TV. We all know that's a bunch of crap, but 
getting in the word daily, staying prayed up, letting the Lord lead you. And then once the Lord shares something with you, don't be afraid to reverberate that message from the mountaintops so that other people can have a chance at also getting some good news as well as being encouraged spiritually and, and things of that nature. Like, you know, the body of Christ is meant to be edified continuously by other believers. That's why it's never been more important to gather with fellow believers. So you, so you can be encouraged. So, um, anyway, that's just uh, some things that's on my mind, but taking advantage of the opportunity right now, especially this summer to secure yourself with energy, however you got to learn, whatever you got to learn, whatever you got to do, just in case there happens to be a much more colder winter that coming up. So preparing for the winter right now as best you can, whatever ways you can. So those are things I might end up spending more time doing uh, as far as, you know, food, water, energy, things of that nature, because I think it's important. So anyway, uh, with that being the case, people, um, I did miss some calls. Forgive me. Uh, I ran too much, but had to get that off my chest while I still could. But anyway, it's time to move on. I want to encourage everybody to be blessed, be safe, stay prayed up. And as always, I want to end with a little bit of prayer. Let's lift up the good Lord right now, thanking him for the opportunity to gather because we are still in the land of free ability to be able to, to do this. So Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, and your truth. Lord, we thank you for your word, which is a light until our path. We pray that each and every person that's tuned in right now uh, will take an interest in your word like they never have before to further strengthen their relationship with you, Father, so they can grow into the you know men and women that you've created them to be so that they can d- disperse their gifts right now, Father. The world needs light to be shined in darkness. And we know this. this is a season that this is uh, meant to happen, Father. And I thank you for what you're going to do in my life and everyone's life is tuned in, Father. And just continue to be good to us all. Be with our brothers and sisters being persecuted right now, Father, for their faith, wherever they're in this world. We ask that you would strengthen them, Father. Let, allow them to stand firm on their belief in you, knowing that, Father, we have been called to inherit an eternal kingdom and the kingdom is accessible right now through your spirit and each and every one of us. We thank you in advance. In the name of the King, amen. All right, people. Keep it sweet and simple, straight to the point. Praise the king. All right. That's all she wrote. I can go on, but I'm not. Back at it tomorrow. Same time, same place. And until then, see you later. Peace.